This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you are listening to this. Uh, We know you're all dying to hear about Vanderpump, but we're going to talk about Potomac first. Uh, Karen making a weed farm. I'm I'm down with this. I love how like the evolution of just like um, the way an older generation views marijuana has changed. Like, oh, same. And we saw it with Eddie talking about it with his family. Yes, I think it's I think it's great. I also, you know, it's funny, random note, but if you guys want to hear about this, Andy recently interviewed Snoop Dogg on Radio yeah. Andy and they talked about it a bit and he's like it's kind of crazy that I was in jail for a possession of marijuana, but now like just how it's become so much of it has evolved and changed. So if you're interested in that type of discussion, little chat, check that out, but I Look, La Dame does nothing wrong. The Grand Dame does nothing wrong in my eyes. I mean, would you, if let's say she makes these into gummies, you're buying them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bought the Three Wick um, candle. I will say it smelled fantastic. It just, it burned down really fast. Mm. So it's not as, it's no Capri Blue. I mean, like, that is the gold standard of candles. I always, like, say, I'm like, you can't go if you don't want to know what candle to get somebody, whether it's a housewarming gift or you just know someone loves candles, get the Capri Blue. They like they are the the best candle. And I know there's like um for their price point too. I know there's like some candles that are like ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. That celebrities no, but, love, but yeah. But for the price point, Capri yeah. Blue lasts long and it burns. And also if you're really into candles, like Abby and I are follow Sir Candle Man, all one word on Instagram. He's it's a fabulous account all about candles and he, like candle. how to get the most burn for your candle. Like if your candles wick looks like this, he gives all sorts of great advice. So just I, I to didn't realize that. I should be trimming my wicks more. Yes. So now I've started thanks to him. I trim my wicks. So yeah. So it's a very interesting. The more you know. Oh, the more um, you know. Um, let's talk about you know turning ten and waking up at four thirty a.m. What was that about? <laughs> I have like happy unbirthday. Like yeah. that's like the worst thing. I feel like ten too. Like my oldest is six and a half, and he's just now starting to sleep in a little bit on the weekends and during Christmas break. And it's like, oh, like, wh- like 10 is right at the age where you actually look forward to like, yeah, the weekend so you can sleep in. Like, why would you wake him up before? I know. I was like, even like with school and stuff, like, why? I was like, this is wild. I just had to mention that. Also, I do want to mention, Karen, you are wrong about happy hour. A happy hour menu is there's nothing wrong. It's no. A dream. I love a happy hour. Love a happy hour app. Love a happy hour drink. There's don't don't hit hate on. Yeah, yeah. Mitch and a meal of appetizers is my favorite meal. That's why I love the Super Bowl. You're just picking and noshing for like four hours. It's the best. Absolutely. So the gist of this episode was who were who or original invite. Yeah, the original invite to Surrey County. 
So Karen, in true Karen fashion, had her original list. Once she got some responses, then people got the second invite. Giselle was on the original, decided not to go with Robin. Then um, Robin was like, why is this last minute? Blah, blah, blah. And I like in her text, she's like, get over it, Robin. Oh, <laughs> no, no it was like me. I was like, I can't move past original yeah. invite. And she's like, you need to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, this is, you know, the fandom has been chattering a lot about the season of Potomac. We, you guys heard me on my we know our thoughts. Like, yeah. You guys know our thoughts. However, I do agree with y'all that this cast needs to like, fucking just show up and film like yeah. just show up together it's fun entertaining the women cleaning up the damn weeds I love a little, I, let's be honest there's nothing more entertaining than watching housewives have to do manual labor oh it's fantastic so i'm just like we need to kind of get past that yeah and beyond that for me a part of me is like how do we have more episodes ashley was there yeah she showed up. I just, I don't know. I, I hate the division. And when you all start to feel it, NECA even showed up, even throw, throwing out her digs to Karen, which I loved. I loved. I mean, I think this cast, like there is such like a, like a special bond with these women. Like they, they will throw shade, but then also like recognize ways that they're like successful and they'll celebrate that. Or like Candace will say like, I don't like Ashley, but I think she's a great mom. Like there's all like they there's something special about this group where they're not always trying to tear each other down the way we've seen with other franchises. So it, like if they could come together more, it just is going to make it that much more special. Exactly. I think Giselle, I get I think Robin, honestly, like you've just like you just lost your job like this season. She showed very minimal interest in trying to make an effort to be main cast. I don't even know if she deserves friend of next season. And this is someone who used to love Robin, but Giselle, you should have showed up. Like there's no reason why Giselle shouldn't go. And Giselle knows her and Karen together. It's like comedic gold. Yes. It's like, it's everyone's favorite is those two together. Why would you not go to Surrey County? Oh, and like laugh and make fun of her and like the things that we want to see. So yeah, Speaking of, like, because you're kind of talking about it, what changes do you think need to happen next season to kind of get back to the Potomac that we all fell in love with? What I, would I think Robin needs to go um, just based off of last season and this season. What's wild is, like, Juan doesn't have a job, and he's the reason why she's probably going to get fired. Because you can tell he has no desire to be filmed. He hates anything related to the show. Whenever he's on camera, you can just see he is just like, I hate this. I'm like, I don't know where you think these paychecks are going to come from, but you've basically just your money train has now ended because of your um, sour attitude. So I think Rava needs to go. Um, what do you think, think about NECA? I would say I think we give NECA another season. I'm not seeing um, like amazing housewife like um, moments from her consistently, but I do think like when people come so strong season one, like look at Amory, we're all like, we see through this. This is obnoxious. You're taking away from the show. I'd much rather have a NECA who's like a little bit slower or crystal even who's like a little bit slower. Everyone's saying, they burn. Be, yeah, like they should be friend of, they should be friend of. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, Whoa, where'd she come from? Like a Dolores. We can't always have a Giselle and Karen, like eight Giselle and Karen's making a cast. So I say we give NECA another year. 
I would, I would say maybe add someone else, but I also think each time they bring someone in, it's kind of obvious they're not really friends with anyone. And so if there's not a friend to bring in, I think you have Sharice floating around still. I don't even know if she's friend of what you would call her. Let her float Floater. around. Floater yeah. friend. <laughs> Floater friend. Um, I think I just remove Robin and that's it. I think the shift, I think it'd be interesting removing Robin. The shift we'll see from Giselle. Yeah, a la like kind of Erica yes. and Lisa Renna. And mm-hmm. now seeing Erica like jive more with the other women yeah. and everything. I I kind of for me, I don't I don't disagree. I think I would probably have Robin be more friend of um just to kind of put her on demotion a la Cont- Countess Luann and just be like, This yeah, you're getting demoted um because of X, Y, and Z. But I I also think these women just need to get over some of these petty ass shit and just like fucking film. I mean, you yeah. have Gertie out there fighting yes. her breast cancer. She's still showing up to film. And still like engaging in drama. Engaging yeah. in drama and calling out Larsa. I just, I'm like, you guys, come on. Like, yeah, let's, let's cut the bullshit. We see it and let's get back to true form. So th- those are our notes. We're off our like soapbox notes. Let us know what you guys think. Feel free to DM us. But let's take a quick ad break. Well, this episode is proudly brought to you, brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. So obviously, if it's anything Jennifer Aniston and hair, um, I'm in. Like I loved Friends. I love Jennifer. She's like one of my like style hair, just life icons. And um, hard to believe, but she struggled with the same challenge that we all face, which is choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. So she created Lola V to, you know, understand that we put our hair through a lot, coloring, heat styling, stress, aging, so many things, kids pulling on it. Um, and so just over time, you realize it's crucial to have things that not only repair the damage um, in your hair, but also help for future harm. Her best sellers are the glossing detangler, the perfect leave-in conditioner. I'm obsessed with the hair oil, actually. Um, if you are someone who has processed hair, you know, you blow dry it, then we'll like straighten it or curl it and it's colored and you have hair that's prone to oil. Um, to be oily at the scalp. The hair oil is great. I love using it because I will, you know, shampoo, condition, style as usual, but my ends will dry out, especially in the winter. So I like putting a little bit of the oil on there to make it look less dry. Also help with any frizz. The um, leave-in conditioner is also great for that. If you have hair that can be a little bit more on the oily side, just spray it like mid shaft and down and it like go to bed or use it throughout the day. It really does help with moisturizing it, making your hair look less dry. And, you know, in the winter, that is a, uh, a very, very tough time, a very tough challenge for us, especially um, for those of us with that like dry heat that's warm in our house. So um, you know that we have a special treat for you guys. You can get an exclusive 15% off your order at lolav.com. Just use code realmoms at checkout. So unlock Jennifer Aniston's approved hair uh, at lolav.com. As our loyal listeners, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your entire order when you use code REALMOMS at checkout. That's 15% off your order at L-O-L-A-V-I-E.com with promo code REALMOMS. Please note that you'll only use one promo code per order and discounts cannot be combined. 
After purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them and please show your support for our show and tell them that Real Moms of Bravo sent you over to try these amazing hair treatments. Looking for that perfect gift for your someone special or still figuring out that outfit for an upcoming date? Whatever you're looking for this Valentine's Day, Quince has you covered with luxury essentials at affordable affordable prices you'll love. Quince offers a range of high quality items at prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I have been living in my cashmere sweater. I have a very, very light pink, which is perfect for Valentine's Day. It's It's a transitional piece. So I feel like I can wear it in the wintertime as we're all craving spring right now. I think I can kind of wear it into the spring months. Also compared, I'm a, I, I'm a lover of high low. I have items from Target to high end brands in my closet. And I feel like the quality of Quince is great. I would have never known you. I don't think anyone while I'm wearing it would be able to tell. And most importantly, they're shocked when I tell them that I, I paid $50 for it. So it is worth checking out if you've been thinking about it. Give yourself or others the gift of luxury this Valentine's Day with Quince. Go to quince.com slash real moms for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash real moms to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash real moms. All right. The moment we've all been waiting for. Season 11 of Vanderpump Rules is here. Um, it feels like Scandaval was so long ago that like when they're starting to talk about this, I'm like, haven't we moved on? But I have to remind myself, they picked up filming like two months after Scandaval wrapped. So it was like they did the reunion and then they were immediately into filming again. Smart move by production. We're all about a quicker turnaround. But um It feels like we as viewers are like over it. Yeah, we're like, uh, we're kind of tired of this. Why are we still talking about it? I will say, Schwartz, damn it, you make it so hard to hate you. Like, I feel like he really messed up in his interview on Watch What Happens Live. Even Andy was like, that was terrible. I don't think he did a great job at the reunion. He's obviously hearing what people are saying. I mean, I hate talking about Nick Vile. But um, when Schwartz kind of said, it seems like you're kind of saying that like, you're like when he was there's like parts of the interviews like it seems like you're almost saying that like you were driven to do this like i don't think that's what you're meaning to say i'm like good job schwartz um he's been media trained yes he's yeah and it's it's showing um i love that man you know me i'm a schwartz apologist i hold him accountable but he's so damn likable that i like him as well so i think Schwartzy's going to win back the public very easily, mind you. And he started to do that with Winterhouse as well. I think, you know, as James said, he's better without the Tom Tom. Like yeah. he's, he's, he's Tom Schwartz. Tom yeah. Schwartz, you know, let's hope this season we get more Tom Schwartz and less Tom Tom. Let's talk about, though, at the beginning of the episode, 
the number one debate and questions that are on everyone's mind is the whole damn house situation. And hopefully this season we'll get to kind of get a more deeper understanding of that. But um, they're sharing separate rooms. And I giggled at Sandoval's room because- Both of their rooms. What the hell? You're living in chaos. Are you not like, do they not have closets or drawers? It's just like clothes everywhere. It's, yeah. His room looks like a kid visiting his parents during college break, in between college break. Her room is like a shitstorm of clothes everywhere, all on the ground, which I'm like, ah, like, I'm sure these are nice clothes. They don't deserve to be on the ground. I do wonder if Ariana's just someone that isn't, uh, like, doesn't mind, like, kind of like a Sierra, you know, like, can just live with, like, piles and stuff. Because also the end when they showed Sandoval coming home and they, like, kind of did, like, a long shot from, like, the kitchen to, like, the um, front door. This is like the the mom and me. I'm like, why are there so many coffee mugs on the island? Like, who leaves their house like that? Like, so I think she just has cups and mugs and piles. And she's it's, a little bit messy. I think I she's the messy though. roommate. She's not refilling the toilet. Let us never toilet paper. Let's never oh, yeah. forget about that. And the batteries. So, in the batteries. the batteries. Yeah. So she's the messy roommate. I did giggle that Sandoval would fix the penis. Of course. I just love that production had that like throwback to Logan, like cracking like that cheering. penis yeah. open. <laughs> he had his assistant, that poor assistant. Could you imagine like getting paid to fix like a wooden penis? And like your friends are like, oh, so how was work for you today? Well, mm-hmm. I just fixed a it's wooden a penis. penis flute. Yeah. I do like they're both so stubborn. And obviously we're going to see more of this house, but I like watching it. I'm like, how are you guys like still doing this now? Like this is like several months later and they're still. And they're working through assistance to be like, hi, I want to work out now. Like the neighbors are complaining about the lights. Like it's what, so I get her whole thought of like, she shouldn't have to move out like that. Like then he wins. But also at some point, do you really want to keep living in this like keep this living environment going. Like, what do you do when your boyfriend comes to California? Do you just get a hotel? I mean, I guess I, I guess in a way he was filming special forces. So that's yeah. the show they were referring to. She's now on our Broadway. She's in New York. So yeah, between I guess his touring, I don't know that they're at their home that much, but it's just, I don't know. That whole aspect is crazy to me, but let's talk about James Kennedy and Allie and their Burbank. Um, right over the airport. House. Airport house. <laughs> I know. They're like so proud of it. And then they're like, and it's so quiet. And then it's like everything. Ra- I mean, that was obviously production did a great job, like with the editing there. Um, I will say, I think they're a really good couple and a good balance because he is sober. He's saying he's not drinking at all. And that Allie didn't give him an ultimatum, but she made it like known how she felt about when. James drinks versus when he doesn't. And it that was enough for him to cut out alcohol. And in the past, it was a lot of like, when you look at him and Rachel, it was more ultimatums. Um, I just feel like the he wants to change for Allie. And it was like, he didn't want to change for Rachel. So it does seem like there's a good balance there. Yeah. And she is just so much more chill in a way. Her energy is just very yeah. chill. I could see her calling him out and just being like, you're stupid. Like kind of like a giving me page without the as much sass. Like yeah. a like a very 
under the radar yeah energy when it comes to her relationships so i'm with you on that they seem to be a good mix i mean he does profess to be california sober um which is no surprise and listen you know when it comes to someone's sobriety i'm like ultimately it's that person's decision so if that's the best choice for him and it seems to be working for him and others around him it's like what else do i've got to say but i don't know that i'm surprised by that yeah i mean i also think too if you have i don't want to say vices but multiple things that you're like oh i need to eventually cut these out of my life it probably is going to be longer lasting if it's not like an extreme where it's like okay i'm cutting out weed and all alcohol and I'm, you know, let's maybe say he's like dabbled in Adderall and other things to like boost his energy. Um, Would it be great to do that? Yes. But like, maybe for him, he's like, I'm going to cut out the alcohol now, then I'll work on the other pieces. Like we have a friend who hasn't had a drink in like eight years. And it wasn't until like two years ago that he stopped smoking cigarettes. And he's like, everybody was on top of me to like, you got to do this, you got to do that. He's like, but now that I know, like, I fully will never drink again, I'm okay to, like, start working on never smoking again. Because like, yeah. you can't just cut out all these things that you're truly addicted to in your life with without maybe – it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to be, like, in a feast or famine mode where it's, like, I don't do any of these things. And then I go crazy and I go on a bender. So it's, like, yeah. I agree with you. Like, we can't judge his sobriety. I think it's great. He's cut out drinking. And maybe for him, marijuana isn't a trigger. And it does, like, it is something that he uses – in a responsible manner. Absolutely. So let's, let's hope, I guess we'll see um, the conversations. It seems to be that alcohol is more of his triggering point. So we'll see back at like the way he's behaved And it. I mean, anytime he's been close to either being fired or having like really terrible interactions with people, it has been alcohol fueled. So um, yeah, I like this. I like this. James. I also kind of am here for him and Schwartz mending that like you know building that bridge um i do not want to see james and sandoval only because i just think james is so easily like influenced it's like the little brother and those two are the big brothers i'd rather him just stick with schwartz i worry that sandoval is going to weasel his way in oh i think he will i think james so badly likes validation and Mm -hmm. like to be liked in a way and i think him hearing if if Sandoval came to him and said, sorry, bro, and like, whatever, and apologized and all that stuff. I I think we're going to see them um, tinker with that idea. But I did enjoy, you know, their little moments, Schwartz and James and the candle, the citrus puss. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they said. But that was uh, entertaining. So then we get Sheena and Ariana going to the spa. Um, I did laugh a little bit at... So just sticking with Schwartz here, but, you know, she's like, so what's your, Sheena's like, so what are you doing with Schwartz? And she's like, well, I'm not friends with him. Um, I think, you know, after his moment on Watch What Happens Live, where he said he needed that Sandoval needs a hug and everyone to right. give him a hug. Yeah. She told him to go choke on his dirty ass dick and then blocked him. I love how like Schwartz <laughs> goes for the record. I have never choked on his <laughs> It's like uh, so funny. And I'm yeah. like, what a rage text. Like, what a blind <laughs> rage. I, I think choke on a dick is such a like powerful phrase to use. Oh, it's great. Like, I, I mean, you have of, to use it sparingly. I mean, we're gonna start this. Can, yeah. Yeah. But choke on a dirty ass dick. Like, I think we're going to be hearing that. I'm going to try to sprinkle that in my vernacular wherever appropriate and just, you know, throw that in there. Ideally but, not around children, but yeah. 
Um, yeah, definitely yeah. not around children. I'm but, um, you know, Sheena it opens up about her OCD and anxiety. And yeah, and she's off everything. Um, she's not, she said she's three weeks, no alcohol, no marijuana, and just working on her, just taking Xanax without, yeah. Yeah. Zoloft sisters. So I yeah. hear you, girl. I'm all for, you know, the anyone who removes a stigma of taking any yes. sort of antidepressant. So I'm all for it for that with her. I do want to mention that Schwartz or Sandoval blocked Sheena and then and because of that block Summer Moon and, and I shenanigans. Just, and it just makes me laugh so much. I know, guys, the toddler, like, Summer Moon is not managing her account. Like, I did a little meme. I just think it's just comical. Like, the whole... Like, that's going really... uh, I get, like, I kind of agree with Sheena. Like, okay, block me. And then, by default, you're not going to like my podcast because you don't like me anymore. So, block that. But, like, to then... Yeah, block the toddler account. Um, it's, it's just wild. It's, I also want to so bring up, they talked about his friend Ali, um, who is from St. Louis. I have um, several friends that n- knew Ali very well and still like talk to his family. And one of them, one of my friends just happened to be at the watch party last night. And um, she was like, oh, I'm so glad they included that in there um, because he was such a big part of Sandoval's life. But also... Um, she did say that some of the cast members that knew his family all through Sandoval had reached out as well. And then I think Jax um, actually sent flowers to the family. So yeah, just a little, um, he was a really, really great person. um, And it was really sad that he um, passed away so young. Um, But anyway, so I just want to kind of put that out there too, that um, we watch these people and we see all the drama, but at the end of the day, they are people and they are, have feelings. And it was, it was nice that they were able to kind of put a, aside maybe some of their dislike for Sam yes. and be grown up and just yes. kind of be, yeah. and be there for him for a minute. I am so curious because we know that Sheena ends up hanging out with Sandoval at BravoCon. Like how does this evolution of being friends friendly with Sandoval happen? I think Sheena ultimately, I think she just doesn't hold on to grudges. Yeah. I mean, I think for her, obviously loyalty is a fault of Sheena. Like, she's not, I don't know. She doesn't always come across as super loyal, but I think she is easy to forgive. And the minute you, you know, reach out and apologize and all the above, I think she's just willing to give you another chance. So, but you're right. I think we're going to see more of that evolution of how you go from, you were one of my best friends. I fucking hate you to now hanging out with Sandball at BravoCon. Yeah. I just, and we're starting to see too, just like the whole, unfortunately, like everyone loves Ariana. Let's rally around her, like the cracks and that foundation. And at the end of the day, like Lala and Ariana had some weird tension and it can't all be blazed be all placed on Sandoval. Um, I do get for Ariana saying, I always had an interest in having a friendship with Katie, but I was hesitant because of what Tom said. Once Tom was removed, we realized like we really are good friends. I mean, they were going into the, their sandwich business while her and Sandoval were still together before all this happened. So I could see why their friendship strengthened with his removal, but I don't think for Lala and Ariana, it's fair to say like it's all on Tom. And Lala said that you know, Ariana has been a tough, you know, friendship for her to crack. I'm sure there's things like Ariana saying, 
you know, she's reaching out to Rachel, which we'll get into a second, but you know, had anybody reached out to, um, Randall, they were going to be cut from her life completely. Like it's like, so there, you're starting to see some of the, the things that everybody put a bandaid on to like rally, um, together from this, you know, scandal. um, we're seeing it come to light again. And then, then we see in the preview too, I think it's kind of interesting. And I knew this was going to happen with jealousy that, you know, Lala said, I've never seen a woman be cheated on. And all of a sudden she becomes God. Um, I did laugh though. So we all know Lala, like we talked about it, you and I off the record before we start recording this, that like, this is a reach her trying to say like, I sympathize with Rachel. But when she said she finally realized that like all the things people were saying about her were true as it relates to Randall or Rand, I hate calling him Rand. Um, I couldn't help but like laugh a little when she's like, I guess I am really this like, you know, home wrecking whore, which I mean, I don't think she's like a whore, but like, girl, you knew like you couldn't say who you were dating. Yeah. Because he was not fully. No, I know. It's like, come on. Like, let's. I, yeah. I'm not downplaying. I, I get he was. I 100% think he was mentally abusive. I am not. Oh, yeah. That. But don't make it out like he lied to you and you thought he was divorced. And like you knew you were the other woman. Yeah, 100%. I also think she has a relationship with Amber now. And I think yeah. that also brings a whole nother perspective because it's easy to be the other woman when you don't know anything about the, yeah. the wife. Yeah. And now she, they have bonded um, with the girls and everything. And I think her perspective has changed, but her reaching out to Rachel. So she leaves Tom, Tom, and then we get her in the back alleyway on her phone on speaker. And it's like, do I have our number? And you and I both were like, this is so fake. I mean, fake, fake. The fake. group we were watching with, everyone was like, no, why are we doing this? Like, it was just so blatantly obvious. It was beyond obvious. And I also think, listen, at this point, when they started filming, if you guys remember, there was a lot of unknown on whether or not Rachel was going to return at this point of when they first started filming. It was not official, official. So to me, this felt like a, hey, Rachel, I'll be an ally to you. Yes, I like chewed your ass out. Don't like you. But for the sake of TV and this show and our hopefully second Emmy nomination, yeah. come on back, darling. I'll, I'll right. play nice. Dip your foot in the pool. That's what that was to me. I agree. She even said on Watch What Happens Live that like she does what she wants to do without worrying what other people are going to think about it, which is why we love and hate Lala at this not hate, dislike Lala. Um, but she said that had she had a crystal ball, she would not have reached out because two weeks later, uh, Rachel did the Bethany interview. And I was like, oh, she's not coming back. And I do not feel sorry for this girl anymore. Um, I will say to you, people have asked, like, what's her podcast like? I have not listened. Um, we haven't either. Out of principle, either. but out of also like, I really don't. I don't have an interest to in what she has to say anymore. I'm glad she's done some work, but like I'm over this. Um, Same. I for me, it's like right off into the sunset. Do you if you, if you have nothing nice to say or nothing great to say, like say nothing at all. And yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I haven't listened to it, um, but I mean, there's an audience for everything, and <laughs> she's entitled to speak her truth, and that's that. Like I don't have much more to say about it than that. Uh, so I don't know. I, I do. I'm with you going back to if Ariana had reached out to Randall. I do think it's incredibly hypocritical. I do feel like we're going, Lala is going to get some more heat for that. I believe mm-hmm. she said, someone said 
that she cries the most this season. I think more than like who cries oh, the most. Yeah. And her feeling her feelings, but also I think she's gonna get held to the fire for this. Um, I can see Ariana like, okay, I'm gonna let this simmer. I love you. And then like think about it a little bit more and be like, wait. Yeah. I mean, for me, That's honestly, I'd feel the same way. Um, we're two months, three months, like post scandal, and like Lala's still holding the ground that like if anyone talks to Rand, like she's done with them and that this has been you know that's a year plus um so yeah i i could I, I would be like wait a minute like you can reach out to the other woman in my situation but like if i had done that you would have been livid with me so yeah um i, I think it's gonna be an interesting season i will say this premiere though i give it like a b minus i was not like oh wow like we're starting off with a bang or we're picking up the pieces as i said yeah, I think it was a little lackluster there, but I think in true VPR fashion, I think the, that cast will continue to see kind of things unfold. And I think they're just truly setting up the season of where they're left off, giving some con- contextual, you know, of where everyone's at. And here we go. So here we go for VPR and shout out to everyone who attended our watch party, um, St. Louis and Kansas City. So at Mike Duffy's in St. Louis, Abby, you guys had a great time and a great show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's so much more fun. I was saying it's like so much more fun watching it with the group. And everyone said that their husbands are like, why do you want to go watch this show with friends? And I was like, it is no different than men for a big game wanting to go to a sports bar and watch it with like there's a big Chiefs game or a big, you know, St. Louis Cardinals game. People want to go watch it at a a bar where there's other Cardinals fans. It's because people having the same reaction to you is fun. And it's so, yeah, fun. exactly. And shout out to Kelly's in Westport. We had a great turnout as well. And we had a lot of fun. Abby and I are figuring out what to do um, with watch parties, but stay tuned. There'll be You're more. Figuring it out. Yeah, we'll definitely some, do more, yeah. but just stay tuned on that. But let's get to shout outs. Who is your shout out this week? My shout out goes to the Kansas City Chiefs for making it to the Super Bowl. Because if you've been watching them play all season, you'd be like, how the hell did we get here? But I know how. Playoff um, Patrick Mahomes and the team decided to turn up and show up because, you know, it it wasn't pretty to get there. But we got there. This is the second week in a row you've given it to the Chiefs. Oh, damn. Well, I'm just on a Chiefs No, I was saying, you're just, you're feeling the team. That's great. I'm feeling the team. I want to give my shout out to Craig Conover. Uh, so you guys know we love, I mean, we love Craig. Everyone does. How could you not? Um, I will say there's what you see is what you get. And I mean that in the most positive way. The nice, thoughtful, considerate Craig that we've seen on TV is the same person like he is. Like that's just who he is. Um, we got to do the Kansas City Home and Garden show with them and like talk to him on stage, but we got to talk to him afterwards and before. And I think what like really kind of surprised me is um, how like aware and grateful and thankful he is. Like I knew he was like really always nice to the fans, but you have to wonder, is that like, I don't want to say a facade, but is that like, I'm at BravoCon. I know I need to be nice to everyone, but any other time, like, you know, I I want my like me time. He both days waited for everyone that wanted to see him in the meet and greet and uh, on Friday night, it like the place was closing down at nine. And he said to one of the people, like, I will, I'll meet people in the parking lot if we have to. Like, if you've waited in this line, I am not going to like cut it off and not let you get a photo. Um, 
he basically said to you, like we were told to like say like he needed to cut it off to catch his flight. And they're like, no, no, we'll we'll make it work. And he said, like, because Kevin said something like, hey, just so you know, like the airport is not like like it's not like a 15 minute trip from where we are. And he was like, well, we could find a later flight if I have to. Like he was like going to make sure he got to see everyone. And I just thought it was really sweet. It was really, really honestly, like surprising. Not so like you said, not surprising in like a bad way. I just for me, it was like, holy shit, you're going above and beyond for all these people who stayed in line and waited for you. And I think it was just very admirable taking your time with them, not rushing anyone, taking pictures with babies, husbands, a friend. Like it was all just very, very sweet. And he is the best. We love Craig. Yeah. You know. So, and we love you guys. Um, we love that you are supporting us. Thank you so much for listening. You know the drill. If you haven't already done so, we would like for more people to be listening to our podcast. Um, you know, maybe one day we'll be doing a live podcast show like Craig and Austin do. Um, so if you could help us spread the word about this podcast by subscribing, hitting five stars. And if you've got 30 seconds, leave us a written review. Um, and if you have any ideas, um, constructive criticism, ideally don't leave that in the review. Feel free to DM us, send us an email. Um, I mean, you can put it in the review if you really want, but, um, you know, open lines of communication here is I guess what we're trying to say. So, uh, have a great day or don't the choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.